Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all of your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 148, page 524. O praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all ye angels of his. Praise him, all ye hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars and light. Praise him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he spake the word, and they were made. He commanded, and they were created. He hath made them fast forever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and vapor, wind and storms, fulfilling his word. Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars. Beast and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowls. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the world. Young men and maidens, old men and children, praise the name of the Lord. For his name only is excellent, and his praise above the heavens and earth. He shall exalt the horn of his people. All his saints shall praise him, even the children of Israel, even the people that serveth him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the thirtieth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. For this commandment, which I command you today, is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. 
It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend unto heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the nineteenth chapter of the book of Revelation. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who madest thy blessed Son to be circumcised and obedient to the law for man, grant us the true circumcision of the Spirit, that our hearts and all our members, being mortified from all worldly and carnal lust, we may in all things obey thy blessed will, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandment, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening to all. Merry Christmas. Well, brief thoughts about uh, today being the circumcision of Christ, also the name day of Jesus. Um, we have uh, in our lessons tonight both of these things clued in in the Psalm to start out with. In Psalm 148, we have two um, sort of persons of exaltation that are named in this Psalm, although neither of them on the out on the surface looks like a person. The first is uh, in the middle of the psalm, the name of the Lord being exalted, but then doing things that a person with a name does and not the name itself. And there is a kind of fluidity between these two uh, entities, the name of the Lord and the Lord himself. And the name of the Lord, as is common throughout the throughout the kind of scriptural imagination of the Hebrew scriptures, um, is like many attributes of the Lord, sometimes referred to as a kind of personification um, and endowed with the attributes of God, and particularly as God acts in a certain time, place, or situation. Uh, and so in this case, the name of the Lord is held as holy and is almost given, um, is given uh, effectively divine agency 
to do the things that God does where that name um, is known. And so um, this is one of the reasons why in the Ten Commandments, why to uh, not take the name of the Lord, your, your God in vain, is so significant that to mention the name of, of God um, is, to, is for God to be present among, uh, in, in the place where that name is invoked. Um, and, and so that this you know, cannot be done carelessly because it is as though um, where, the, where the presence of God dwells, that is a holy place. So where that name is spoken, that becomes a holy place. Um, and so it, it, it teaches some prudence and some uh, and some holy caution and holy fear around uh, sort of carelessly using the name and the attributes of God um, and invoking those things because God is present and He is faithful to be present um, and uh, and so that is that, that that again ushers us into a kind of um, meditation on living in a holy way um, where that name um, is proclaimed. Um, which gets us uh, into the second, you know, the second um, aspect of the psalm, which is the horn in the last verse, the horn of his people. Um, this is a technical term in the psalm tradition, but also in throughout the Old Testament, referring to a king in the line of David, um, the horn of his people, which is uh, lifted up from among the people. And so there is this figure referred to as the horn of David um, that is uh, exalted and it will magnify and, and, and bless all the people when, when he is exalted. And this is a figure that is to become of the descendancy of David. And as we've been reading in our Christmas tide uh, narratives, this is, of course, uh, Jesus Christ, the God man. And so we can see in the person of Jesus both of these things coming to a, coming to a point and being simultaneously present that the, he, he bears the name of God. He is God with us. And we have today in the celebration of today, the, the revealing of his holy name, which had been um, prophesied by the angel to the holy family, but which had not been proclaimed to the world until this day, until his circumcision on the eighth day, which is his naming day in, in a sort of in a public way, as he is known uh, to Jewish society now and then becomes known to all the world. And so as we go into the Deuteronomy lesson tonight, it's significant because our, we're recalled to Moses's um, admonition to the uh, Israelites as they enter the promised land uh, to, uh, to, you know, that God sets before them life and death and that covenant obedience is the way of life and that also God is the way of life. And so in this, we get that duality as well, that the law is the way to life. It is the way to know life. But then also God is also the life of his people. And so uh, this aspect of the law that is given by God is, is something that can bestow life like God alone can bestow life. And so we get another uh, you know, set, a pair of things that come to a point in the person of Jesus, that he is the Torah made flesh. He is the law made flesh. And he is also that divine person as well who has now taken our nature upon him. And as we move into our third lesson tonight from uh, Revelation 19, um, we begin to see all of these things, um, uh, you know, being brought together in a revealed way um, in, as Jesus um, appears in the vision of St. John as the rider on the white horse who goes to, um, who goes to, you know, take possession and to, and to, and to, uh, sorry, consummate his kingdom in the world. Uh, and this is as he goes forth to in, in this kind of conquest. Um, all of his names are proclaimed before him and his glory then is revealed to the whole world that he is about to that is about to sub, uh, you know, be subjected to his authority and is being subjected to his authority, that he is faithful and he is true, that he is, you know, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And 
Um, we get an image again, as we saw on Mount Sinai, when Moses asks to behold the glory of the Lord. Um, we get this image that the, the, the Lord proclaims his holy name and then his glory is made to pass um, behind it. And so as we see this in the Re Revelation, all of that has been manifested in its fullness in the person of Jesus now, who comes as the one to save, but also as that savior, the one who will judge and reign and order all things rightly. And so there's this dense combination of images we're, we're left with tonight on this on this feast day that Jesus is both uh, the the you know the you know he is divine he is he's the one who comes with the power of god who is god and yet who is raised up also among his covenant people uh, and then by being raised up among his covenant people is the one who will um who will be able to rightly order the affairs of the world um as that true branch of david that root and stem of jesse uh and he is going to order all things around him in his kingdom in this world as well and so we get the, you know, this kind of um, in the Hebrew scriptures and, in the, and as we see it through the lens of Revelation, we see that all along these things had been had been, um, you know, anticipated that Jesus is the one who will bring together, uh, you know, divinity and humanity, that he will bring um, life to a world that was corrupted by death, that he will reign and order all things and that he will fill the world with his law by filling it with his life. That resurrection life is Synonymous with saying that um, it is a lawful existence, a righteous existence, a holy existence. Um, so for him to be the faithful and true Israelite is also for him to be king of kings and lord of lords and to bring all of these things together in himself and hold them all together in himself. And so for us, as we continue to meditate on, on the mystery of his nativity and his birth in the world, um, it's also for us to begin to anticipate the epiphany, which is coming um, in a few days. Um, which leads us to a meditation on what the significance of that nativity and that incarnation are for the whole world. And it will turn out to have a cosmic scope to it, that all things will be implicated by this Christ child that has been born to us. And so that's the trajectory we're on and what we should be anticipating as we go into the days ahead. We'll conclude tonight with our intercession on page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. 
Thank you all for joining in tonight. Merry Christmas, Merry Eighth Day of Christmas, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks to Barbara and Rochelle, my co-leaders tonight, and uh, have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Father Hayden. Thank you. Have a good evening.